Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. We are back at it as we move into the 7 o'clock hour. It is the Graybar Sports Open Line. We've got a lot going on this hour. Old friend Carter Chapley, no longer in St. Louis. He may have left here, but his heart is still in St. Louis. We're going to talk with uh, Carter coming up in just a little while. And then uh, also we're going to uh, replay a conversation that Tom Ackerman had with Ozzie Smith earlier today on Total Information AM. That's going to be coming up uh, later on this hour. By the way, by the way, Dave Murray, our our chief meteorologist here at KMOX, love Dave Murray. He was just talking about fall weather, and he said, oh, it's coming, it's coming. And he's right. Because you look at the the forecast over the next few days after tomorrow, mid-80s, and, and then as we get into Thursday and Friday and Saturday of the weekend, going to be low 70s, uh, even in the 60s for highs over the course of the weekend. However, sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski, right now the extended weather forecast has us at a high of 79 coming up next Wednesday and Thursday. What is going on? October 11th? And October 12th, it's going to be darn near 80 out. I'll tell you what's going on. Last Sunday, I went to the Cardinal game, the final game of the season. Yes. Got sunburnt. <laughs> now, I'm very pale. I'm a ginger. I'm you are. You are. You are pale. But I should not be getting sunburnt in October. This is an outrage. Now, you took a family vacation to Door County, Wisconsin. Yeah. I was in Wisconsin because I was doing the, the Cardinals-Brewers games. It was darn right chilly. Up in Wisconsin, yeah, we're here five six hours away. It's uh, it's eighty degrees outside. Yeah, we were on Lake Michigan, so it was chilly and windy. Yeah, and that's what fall to me feels like. the The leaves were already starting to change up there. I come back here, it's green. It's like summer never ended. Fall has not arrived yet here in uh, in earnest. I saw this today, so we've been watching the baseball games. By the way, uh, the one NL Central team that got into the playoffs, the Milwaukee Brewers. They were up 3-0 on the Diamondbacks, but not so fast, as Lee Corso would say. A uh, a three-spot for the Diamondbacks in the top of the third inning. They had two home runs, each off of Corbin Burns, and the Diamondbacks have pulled even with the Brewers. That game is 3-3 as it moves along to the bottom of the third. We'll keep you updated on that as we go along. I am not one to be critical of... 
I don't like to criticize other broadcasters. I don't like to criticize really broadcasting outlets very often. I, I always think as a broadcaster, if I criticize another broadcaster, it sounds like sour grapes or something. It's just something that I don't enjoy doing. We all kind of have our own ways of doing things. And you, the listener, you, the viewer, you, the consumer, get the opportunity to either uh, turn on or turn off what what we're doing. But I saw this today, and it, it honestly, it made me sad. It made me sad because we know football is king in the United States of America. Get it. From a sports standpoint, there is no bigger force than football. There is no bigger force than the NFL. The TV ratings are great. When people are talking about it from a national standpoint, that's what people want to hear. I know we're kind of in a weird spot right now when it comes to St. Louis because of what happened with the Rams. But you know what? The I, I was I think Michael Calhoun told me this yesterday that St. Louis had the second highest rating in the country for the Sunday night football game between the Chiefs and the Jets. That Kansas City, the Kansas City area was the the market that had the highest TV ratings. St. Louis was number two in the entire country. And St. Louis consistently has the highest NFL ratings among non-NFL cities across the country. So if you're going to sit here and try to tell me that people in St. Louis don't care about the NFL, I can show you the numbers that say that's not the case. There's some people who don't and don't very strongly because of what happened with the Rams, and rightfully so. I'm not being critical of you. But the numbers are what the numbers are, and people pay attention. So I say all that to say this. The the Brewers and the Diamondbacks right now are playing on ESPN2. The Phillies and the Marlins right now are playing on ESPN. All these wild card games are going on on ESPN networks. And I'm not an ESPN hater. By any stretch of my, I don't watch it as much as I used to. I don't think the programming is quite as compelling as it used to be, and it's obviously a different world right now where we don't need Sports Center to to see highlights and things like that. I know there's a there's a movement out there to hate ESPN for various reasons. Sometimes I question why they allow certain personalities to talk about certain things, but I'm not an ESPN hater by any stretch of the mind. But this made me sad, and if I'm Major League Baseball, this potentially perturbs me a little bit. I read a tweet from Awful Announcing, which is a uh, which is a Twitter account and a website. Uh, it says Awful Announcing. It, it has turned into mo- almost like a a broadcasting. They they you know they just evaluate and, and talk about things going on in the world of sports broadcasting. I read from it. ESPN has the TV rights to the wild card round of the Major League Baseball postseason that starts today. A short promo for today's games was read twice on Get Up and once on First Take. Get Up is the show early on in the morning with Mike Greenberg. First Take is their debate show. Uh, and says, uh, so it goes on, according to a closed captioning search, they were the only mentions of the Major League Baseball playoffs between 8 o'clock in the morning and 2 o'clock in the afternoon today. If I'm Major League Baseball, I'm I'm a little bit upset about that. You 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 talk about broadcast partners, and I know that you know maybe baseball doesn't care because they're cashing the checks and that's all that really matters. But if I'm baseball, I'm a little bit annoyed about the fact that it's the postseason. It's the games that really matter. Baseball is 
largely ignored during the regular season from a national standpoint, and that's part of baseball's doing. Baseball has turned into a regional sport, not a national sport, during the regular season. But today the postseason begins, and ESPN has it, and not a single one of their shows talked about it for even a single second. There were three promo reads Promo reads and talking about it are different things. Promo reads are commercials. Talking about it as part of your programming is something different. And instead, they spent the whole day on football. I don't know. that If I'm, if I'm Rob Manfred, I, I, I think I call up ESPN. I say, look, can, can you give us a little bit of love? Can you, can you talk about us for a little while? Now, on the other side of that, ESPN has the metrics. ESPN has the data. They can show you that the second that they start talking about baseball, people start tuning out. And if you're running ESPN, your job is to have as many people tuned in as possible. People will watch the games, but people don't want to hear you talk about it from a national standpoint. That's one of the things that made me so happy to get back to St. Louis. Other than the fact that I'm from here, I can I can get on the radio every night and talk about baseball here, and people are going to listen, and people are going to be engaged. That's something that you don't have in other places, and you certainly do not have it from a national standpoint. But I was just floored by that. Can you, sports producer extraordinaire Matt Pajeski, what do you think when you hear that ESPN, the, the broadcast rights holder for all of these wild card games that are going on today, that there wasn't a single mention of these games on ESPN today? I can't even imagine how the NHL feels. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, they have their games, but they really don't mention. I remember talking with like a national radio PD at one point, program director. For, so for if you're not connected to radio terminology, the person who leads uh, the you know the the content uh, direction for a radio station is the program director. And I, I talked to a national PD once, and they had the data, the minute-by-minute the minute data that showed on national radio, if you start talking about the NHL, now this is a good number of years ago, national sports radio is a little different now than it was previously, but it's probably even more pronounced now. They had the data that showed, you start talking about hockey on a national radio platform, it's everybody. Everybody's turning up. The The amount of audience lost from a national standpoint was staggering. And I know of national hosts that were instructed in no uncertain terms, you do not talk about hockey. You do not talk about hockey just because people wouldn't stay tuned in. So that's the world we're in right now. A whole lot of football, maybe a little bit of basketball, and not a whole lot beyond that. All right, uh, when we return, we are set to uh, be joined by an old friend of ours, Carter Chapley. You used to read him in the Post-Dispatch and STL Today. He left St. Louis. He went to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Carter. Carter. What are you doing? He's part of the team with uh, the uh, cover soccer there uh, with, uh, with FC Cincinnati. We'll talk to him about uh, a lot of stuff. We'll catch up with Carter. Probably get some Slew Bilkins talk in there, some messy talk because uh, Miami's going to be playing uh, Cincinnati. We'll get his thoughts on the Cardinals as well. He was a big part of the uh, post-dispatch coverage of the Cardinals. That's all coming up. It is a Gray Bar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. 
We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. People let me tell you about my best friend. He's a warm-hearted person who loves me till the end. People let me tell you about my best friend. Well, we haven't talked to this guy in quite some time. Welcome back into a Graybar Sports Open Line. We're going to go to the Quiver River Electric guest line. And welcome to the guy. He might be the original friend of the program. We've got a handful of them now, but he might be the original. But then he decided to leave St. Louis, and now he's a staff writer for FC Cincinnati, but he still loves the Billikens, and uh, he still talks and covers uh, things that we're interested in. So we're very happy to welcome in Carter Chapley. You follow him on Twitter, at Carter Chapley, not Chapley Media anymore. He's just changing so much. Hi, Carter. How are you? I am great. I am so excited to be talking to all my friends back in St. Louis. It has been an eventful week for both of our soccer clubs, so it is a great time to be a Midwestern soccer club. Yes, yes it is. Uh, you are you serve now as a staff writer for FC Cincinnati, and there's a lot going on with Cincinnati, and there's going to be uh, some interesting things here moving forward. But let's start by talking about City SC. As you watch from afar, how impressed have you been that an expansion team has found its way to clinching the Western Conference? Oh, I mean, it's incredible. It, re- it really is. It's so impressive. It, it's a testament to the the things that Bradley Carnell has done as a coach on the field, uh, what Lutz Van Steel has done as the technical director, and what Carolyn has done as, as an ownership all the way down, and, and utilizing the, the, the runway to get to where they're at, right? Because we, we've seen, I've seen it firsthand, you know, here in Cincinnati, if you don't have that runway, it can be very difficult to execute in that kind of way. It takes time to build a winning program. And if you utilize the time between announcement of the club and the first game back against Austin earlier this season, you can create a winning program. But that doesn't mean you will do it. That doesn't mean it's, it's guaranteed. We've seen other programs not being able to do it across MLS, and they have been able to in the same milk that other successful expansion clubs like Atlanta United FC, LAFC have done. Uh, it's, it's a truly incredible um, feat that has gone on in St. Louis. 
Have you been surprised? I mean, and there's nothing wrong with saying yes because this is the team that was basically picked last by just about everybody. Uh, not just obviously them winning the Western Conference is a surprise, but what about just kind of lowering that bar a little bit? Are you are you surprised that they've been able to be at least a 500 team, being being a team that uh, is in the playoff position? All the all the lower bar stuff, not just re, you know winning the Western Conference. Where are you at on that and that being an accomplishment for the? team oh i mean just i mean i mean winning the western conference is such a high bar that it's so impressive you're absolutely right i think if we had known eight months ago or however long it was now nine months ago how talented the individual members on the team were when they were brought in right i I think that's the biggest question mark is we didn't know how good you know some of the depth pieces were on this team that when if they if we had known how good they were we certainly would have given them their flowers. I, I mean, I, I can't imagine looking back how you can possibly not. Um, but I think that's truly the testament of how, of what I, what I say when Bradley Carnell does on the field, is being able to take these pieces that were in large parts castaways from other MLS programs, right? Uh, a, a, um, an AZL Jackson is, is a, uh, a great example, like leaving, coming out of Minnesota, uh, picking up Nico and picking up, um, oh gosh, now I'm for Indiana, you know, places that weren't exactly utilizing them to the best of their capabilities and then being able to get the most out of them is truly the, 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 the skill from the manager's office that deserves a lot of credit. And that's a guy who comes from a, you know, a long line of history. We've, we've, Bradley Carnell has a, has a place in FC Cincinnati history as well, not as a coach here, but coaching against uh, us in the 20, uh, uh, 2017 U.S. Open Cup. So it's, it's one that we've, we know here he's such a great head coach and, uh, to be able to do that, it's really impressive. Why, why did people not know the potential of these players? Because I feel like in other sports, you when guys are brought in, yeah, maybe they'll overachieve, maybe they'll underachieve, maybe there'll be a late bloomer, things like that. But in other sports, you kind of have an idea of who you're bringing in where it feels like so many people were so wrong about so many of these guys. It's It's – well – Soccer, I think, is still so foreign to the American uh, consciousness in a way that baseball isn't, we or, or hockey isn't, or you know, a, a certain other sport named football that no longer plays in St. Louis isn't. It's we're, we're so aware of the goings on, the, the the everyday nature of the game. There's so much press, there's so much punditry that if there's a guy who shows some kind of skill at a left wing position, but he's not being utilized in Dallas, you might be able to see that. Um, in you know MLS and soccer in, in North America, we're still building up to that. We're still getting there, I think. And so I think there can be a, there can be players um, who kind of go under the radar, whose talents aren't being utilized in the right positions more than anything, are being put in the right situations more than anything. And then there's also just the allure of the international, right? Every, there is still. I mean, I think we all knew going into the season that players like Jao Klaus, uh, Idu Leuven, uh, Roman Berkey, like these these guys. I mean. We knew they would be impactful members of this squad. We didn't know how impactful. We didn't know how good, but we knew that they would be. Whereas I think the the, the diamonds in the rough that that I really praise Lutz for is finding the guys in MLS who weren't um, getting the big minutes and then still being able to to um, accomplish great things. You certainly walked into kind of a cool situation when you look at uh, FC Cincinnati, uh, winner of the the Supporter Shield. Uh, this is a team that obviously has played pretty well, and there's a lot of excitement around it. Yeah, we're we're really excited about this club. Uh, they have 
this organization as a whole, before I got here, uh, I've only seen the good times, and, and, and I've spent a lot of time speaking to people who, uh, you know, the, the leadership, the, the, the people who've been around for a very long time, and it wasn't always that. And, and that's kind of where, um, that, you know, you look back and see, well, what happened with this club? And, I mean, it's only been five years, which is the crazy thing, but they've they finished in last place in their first three seasons they, after making the jump from the USL, where they won the USL, our regular season title, the, the Sporters' Shield of the USL, and then had three last-place seasons before bringing in St. Louis native uh, Pat Noonan to lead what is now the Supporters' Shield champion. So after a year of making the playoffs for the first time. So it has been a long path to success, but it's not – when you look back and see how long it's actually been, five seasons, I believe, is the second-fastest expansion team to win the Supporters' Shield since the initial expansion of the MLS back in, I believe, 1997. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's, it's been – tough but also quick this team's ability to turn into a winner which is kind of a funny place to be in uh, in terms of uh, the history of an organization having so much failure but having so much success now and hopefully turning that page back to where we were when uh, FC Cincinnati was dominating the USL uh, back in the 2017 uh, 2016-17-18 years. They are scheduled to play against Inter-Miami coming up this weekend do you get any sense on if uh, Messi might play? Uh, if, if there's any sense, no one's telling me about it. Um, I, I, I don't think he's going to play tomorrow night against Chicago, even though Chicago sold out their giant soldier field. Um, I'm not going to get my hopes up to see, uh, uh, you know, to go, to go down and see Lionel Messi. Um, we've seen him once in Cincinnati. We, we, I think there's a, a, a definite faction of our team who want to get some revenge uh, on that inner Miami squad, even though we've won the, the regular season title now. And, and they just beat us in the U.S. Open Cup semifinal. Um, but I think, there's, I think there's a desire for some revenge there. But if he plays, I think you have a lot of guys who will want to go out there and do great things against him. And if he doesn't, um, I think they want to make sure to keep them out of the playoffs uh, in case he does get back. So um, I think this team isn't scared of anybody. Uh, they proved that. And uh, if he plays, that's, that'll be a lot of fun. If he doesn't, there's still a lot of really good players over there. We're talking with old friend Carter Chapley. He's now a staff writer for uh, FC Cincinnati, but we can talk to him about some uh, St. Louis things. And you were part of the Post-Dispatch and STL Today's coverage of Cardinals baseball. Uh, how odd was it from afar just watching this team play in a way that we have not seen them play in a really, really long time? It, I mean, in the little time I was there this year, it was very, it was odd. And then as the season just continued to go on while I was away in another NL Central City, it was even more odd. It just grew odder and odder as the year went on. And I, I still talk every day with some of my, uh, my, my PD friends, Daniel Guerrero amongst them. We still, we still talk every day just about how, what, what's gone on with this, organ, with this team, this organization. And, I mean, for me, I'm just happy to see that uh, there was some fire at the end of the season in those postseason confer- in those uh, po- po- end-of-year you know, press conferences or, or wherever they came out, you know, folks don't like this and that's what you need to see, right? Like if it's apathy, that's the worst problem. But if, if they're angry, I'd imagine something gets done about it. But again, I'm not in the day to day anymore that I just go off of what my good friends over at the PD and the athletic with Kitty Wu and, and my, how I like to view myself as a, the John Denton of FC Cincinnati. So him as well. Oh, the John Denton of FC Cincinnati. That's, that's good. That means you have to put amazing context into all of your tweets. I do my best. Okay. That's my favorite I thing about John. Like, he'll tweet about something, and then he'll connect it to something in a very unique and interesting way. Oh, I, I, you see, I try and find the most 
direct possible way of making a reference to John Denton in any in any situation. So uh, I, I'm perfectly fine doing that on Twitter. If that gets me closer to him. All right, consider uh, consider that done. Uh, are you at all excited about Billikens basketball? I am excited for it to get started. I am very much tired of the off-season punditry that's, got, that's gone on. Um, I think this team needs to get out there and play games. I'm excited to see some of the pieces. I'm excited to see uh, some of the young players on this, on, on this Billiken squad getting out there and doing stuff. But I, I, I particularly just want to see them actually go out and play. Uh, I, I personally have high expectations for the program. Um, I don't know how, how easy it will be to accomplish those high expectations, um, given the youth on the roster. But the one thing I've known about the Atlantic 10 the last couple of years is that young teams can come out and surprise you. Um, that, that, that's, that's happened a bunch of times. Young teams, new teams, teams with energy, teams with ambition can come out and surprise you. And uh, if there's something I know about some of the young men on, on this college basketball team in specific because I think a lot of them have ambition and a lot of them have energy. So I, I like those aspects of the team. Yeah, and you know, the way I asked the question, maybe it sounded like I don't. I, I certainly do, and it it's an interesting roster. You talk about the youth. You also talk about the fact that um, there's some size involved in this team as well, and maybe that's something that's going to do them well. Clearly some young guys are going to have to step up in a in a very, very big kind of way, but I, I think this could be a really, really interesting team that if they outperform a little bit, they could become a – Pretty compelling team. Com- compelling is a good way to put it. I think in, in the, the conversations I have with other fans and other you know, people who talk about this team on, on, online and, and in private, I think compelling is something that would be, uh, would be good. I think they need to see a couple of guys do that, overachieve uh, what their current expectations are. And by overachieve, I mean, like, we just don't know who they are yet. Right? This team is so young. There's so many transfers that we just don't have a great sense of who they are in terms – like, we knew – the last two years, that was kind of the comfort of this team is that we knew who they were for the most part. You know, you knew you had Yuri Collins at the one. You knew you had Gibson Jimerson in that two, three. You knew you had Terrence Hargrove. And you still have some of those guys, but all the stuff around it now is a little less solid. And so that's why I'm excited to get the team playing. I just want to know what they have. Yeah. I want to know what they are. And if they're young and good, that's great. Because it means that the next couple of years will be even better. They'll, they'll grow and get better. Uh, if they're young and need some development, okay, that's a little more disappointing for the 2023-2024 campaign, but that's kind of the way it goes sometimes. Uh, I don't care that you're in Cincinnati. You still need to do your post-game Twitter spaces after Billikens games. Oh, gosh, we're going to have to work on that. I, I really don't know what I'm going to do about that. The the, um, the communications director here at FC Cincinnati uh, is a one-year attendee of the University of Dayton. Mm. So I, so I, there is a lot of uh, – there's a lot of UD fans here in uh, – in Cincinnati, so I, I, I try and represent the best I can uh, as a Billiken in in the Queen City. But one year, did he finish there? Did he start there? Like, what's he, going on? He he notably did not finish there. He he, he is he is uh, quite quite proud of of his alma mater, and and I'm sure he would listen to this at some point, and he knows who he is. Uh, but but um, he he notably moved on to a different Catholic institution uh, in the state of Indiana. So. Mm. Um, uh, so it, it, he's he's a very good guy though. So so um, I don't want to disparage him too much. If you leave your school after one year and still graduate somewhere else, you can't claim that first school. You just can't. I don't think he I don't think he does. But he always likes to rib me about it. Okay. So I, th- I think we're in the clear there. All right, fair enough. Carter, great to talk to you. Great to hear from you. We miss you in St. Louis, and uh, thank you for taking some time with us tonight.
Thank you so much for having me. That's Carter Chapley. We'll take a break. It is a Gray Bar Sports Open Line on KMOX. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. We're back at it on a Gray Bar Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley. Happy for about another 20 minutes or so. We are going to replay Tom Ackerman's conversation with Ozzie Smith. That's going to be in about 10 minutes. If you did not hear that this morning, you're going to want to hear it for a first time. If you did hear it this morning, you're going to want to hear it a second time. Uh, so that's all going to be on the way. And at your service, the triumphant return of at your service this evening, uh, 8 o'clock to uh, 10 o'clock. So we've got a lot coming up right here on KMOX. If you'd like to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. That's how you call. That's how you text. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air asking about expectations. Expectations for the Cardinals in 2024, but also expectations of what they're going to do this offseason. I think it's really good that they have spoken as openly as they have about fixing the roster. Oliver Marmel said, fix it. John Mosellock has said, pitching, pitching, pitching. Uh, the, the rallying cries of the organization of what you think about from leadership over the last month plus when talking about 2024, it's been a really good indication of what might happen. I don't know, I, and we'll discuss it more as we get closer to spring training and as the roster really comes together. I don't know how the Cardinals 
could say what they have said and then not really have a remarkable offseason in terms of revamping and upgrading the roster. I It just feels like they have no other choice, and I I think that's good. I think that's really good. It doesn't feel like they've hedged their bets. It doesn't feel like they've meandered through uh, what they need to do. It just feels like they've said they need to upgrade the roster in a really, really big way. 314-436-7900. Jeffrey's giving us a call. Hey, Jeffrey, you're on Sports Open Line. I'm so delighted to agree with you. What you said is is the most important offseason since 1996. But it's interesting. Then you said, well, in 1996, they got a Hall of Fame manager, uh, and, and, and the Cardinals won with a Hall of Fame manager. They say, oh, managers don't matter. Well, then how come some of them go to the Hall of Fame? Whitey Herzog, when, when, when they needed to change the whole look of the Cardinals, they went and got a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame manager. And I just see that the Cardinal way has become the corporate way that, that it's not, it's not uh, George Kissel anymore. It's not Tony La Russa. It's not Whitey Herzog. It's more Moselock's corporate control. And I just hope, you know, Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do something great. The other thing is that people talk about, oh, we don't need to do anything about the hitting. The hitting's so good. Well, the Cardinals were 20th in the, in the major leagues in runs scored. It's about scoring runs, and the Cardinals were in the bottom half. So please comment about that, please. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Jeffrey, appreciate it. I would I, – oh gosh, I wish I could look at back at like the historical stats right now in terms of where they were at at the trade deadline. They were better than that. That Anything that happened with the team after the trade deadline means almost nothing. I think they're a very good offensive club. I think when this version of the Cardinals is clicking offensively, the offensively, that's, that's, that's good enough to win a World Series if you can supplement it with pitching. I don't know where they were at and run scored off the top of my head when they – when they waved the white flag at the trade deadline. It was better than 20th. Are they, at times, an offensively flawed team? Yeah, they they absolutely are. Uh, did they have a hard time hitting with runners in scoring position? Did they have a hard time driving in runners at third and less than two outs? Yeah, I'm not running away from any of that stuff. I'm not. But I'm just, I am more concerned with the pitching than I am the hitting, uh, to be sure. And I do think some of the offensive numbers get skewed by the fact that they just weren't a very good baseball team towards the uh, towards the end of the season after the trade deadline. And I know there were still a lot of offensive pieces there, but it was just it was different. It was no longer the competitive environment that it was earlier in the season. Gerard has given us a call. Hey, Gerard, you're on Sports Open Line. Hey, hey, Matt, great job this year. I've sure enjoyed you and and was like minded with you three, you know, halfway through the season. I kept thinking we were going to get there too. Yeah, uh, like you started your show today. I was very wrong about this team. Okay, so let's just talk about this pitching. Uh, pitch, pitch, pitch. They're going after that Matt or uh, Trevor Bauer guy who had all kinds of problems, obviously. But I read today where he's all free and clear from from his legal troubles. Uh, he's a number one. Uh, what do you think about going to get him? Yeah, Gerard, appreciate the phone call. Man, that's I was. Uh, this was one of my topics that I almost got into today, and we'll probably touch on it tomorrow a little bit more because I want to give it the time that it deserves. 
There was a video that he posted on social media today. It has not gotten a lot of national attention, and I think it probably should have. He, Trevor Bauer's not a great guy. But the things he was accused of, if you believe what he said in his video today, and it was a very, very compelling video, to be perfectly honest with you, it, 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 I want to put this the right way. It made it look like he was the target by the woman who accused him of things. And now all lawsuits have been dropped. Uh, he provided some text messages that showed some things that are very different than what the narrative has been. Uh, Gerard, I'm not trying to push back on this. I don't have enough time to answer this question. I think the Trevor Bauer thing is different now than it was yesterday. I don't know if I want him to be a Cardinal, but I also think that his situation has been a little different. I promise we'll talk about it a little bit more coming up tomorrow. We'll hear from Ozzie Smith next. It's a Graybar Sports Open line on KMOA. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini. Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Your home of the Cardinals. Arnato swings and hits it deep to left field. That ball is out of here. The Billikens. Jumper. Yes! Billikens win! The Chiefs. Touchdown! Kansas City! We are America's sports voice. KMOX. 
It's a great bar sports open line here on KMOX as we start to wrap up the program this evening. A full two-hour show tonight. We'll have another full two-hour show coming up tomorrow. We are going to have a lot of these here moving forward now that the Cardinal season is over. Over a little earlier than we would have liked for it to be, but still a good final weekend specifically because it was an opportunity to honor Adam Wainwright. And uh, one of the people that was at the ceremony on Sunday is former Cardinals shortstop Hall of Famer Ozzie Smith. He appeared this morning on Total Information AM with uh, Tom Ackerman. Wanted to replay this conversation for you. And uh, the first thing he was asked about was what it was like to be on the field and be part of the Adam Wainwright ceremony. Yeah, that was very nice. And, uh, you know, uh, those last two games uh, for Adam to get to, to 200, boy, I, tell, I think we all pulled our hair out and, bit our nails and all of that. And, uh, you know, when he won the, his 200th game, he pitched an outstanding game. And uh, I think it was very fitting the way that, uh, the way that it ended for him. And I, I know there was a lot of talk last year about the fact that uh, Albert and Yachty and he are, were, were all getting ready to retire. But I think this year was, 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 uh, was very special with the way that he was able to to get those 200 wins, and and that was all. I think that was always kind of the goal, and and the hope that he would be able to do that, and then uh, to be able to go out and he pitched some, had some some great outings, and they just didn't have the run support, and even the day that he won, he didn't get a lot of run support, but he pitched with his heart, his soul, and his guts, and I think that that's one of the reasons that he's so admired here in town. He comes from that that lineage. Of cardinal pitchers that that um, that have that that ability to compete, and I'm talking about the Gibsons, the um, Carpenters, and all those guys that has grit. And uh, he showed that that last day, and and uh, Sunday was very very special for him. Um, and the fact that we were able to get Albert and and Yachty back here and get those guys together was very special for all of us that are Cardinal fans. Wasn't that incredible to see them coming out of the dugout and joining Adam on the field? And you're right about that. I mean, what a pitcher, what a career. Now we just need to get a few of those guys and we'll be okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's easier said than done. I mean, what do you think about the Cardinals going into 24 here? Well, I, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge, and I think we we realize what a challenge. I think the organization realizes that it's a, it's going to be a challenge. But um, you know, I think it's what's made this organization great. They've been able to stand up to the challenge of being able to put quality out there on the field. And this year was uh, it was just one of those years where nothing really worked. I don't think that all year they were able to get anything going on a consistent basis and. I think that's what baffled all of us because we've always been able to get on some type of run, uh, with the, especially with the talent that that they have. You know, there's no reason that this club shouldn't sh- shouldn't have won more games, but it is what it is. So now you just uh, you go into the off season knowing that there are a lot of changes that have to be made, and uh, I'm sure that that Mo and the, the Dewitts are putting their heads together with their scouts and people in the organization to to try and turn it back around. This is, of course, the greatest to ever do it. Ozzie Smith, the Hall of Famer, with us on KMOX. I direct your attention to ozziesmithgolf.com. ozziesmithgolf.com. It's that easy, and it's going to take you directly to the gala on October 15th 
to benefit the PGA Reach Gateway Foundation. Ozzy is the president of that foundation. At the Ritz-Carlton, you have a one-of-a-kind dinner, an unplugged conversation with none other than Albert Pujols. What a night that's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, shaping up to be a wonderful evening. And, of course, um, you know, I, I can't wait to be able to spend some time talking with Albert. And, um, you know, when you when you have a player of his caliber uh, to be able to to sit down and and find out what makes the machine work. Uh, and I, we've had the good fortune of having some real great, great ones here, you know, from Bo Jackson to Dr. J to Hank Aaron. Um, the list just goes on and on of greats. And Albert certainly continues that, uh, that tradition of having people who were not only good, but great at what they do and, um, and, and stuff. So, as you said, October fifteenth at the Ritz, uh, we'll have um, we'll have an auction. We'll have a silent auction. We'll have a live auction, and we're raising money. We're starting our capital campaign to hopefully build this nine-hole multi-recreational facility across from Herbert Hoover's Boys Club um, that will ultimately give kids in the inner city the opportunity to, or the exposure to not only the game of golf but the business of golf as well. I know that you have partnered with a number of people on this, and this is the 14th annual Gala and Pro-Am, your golf tournament the next day in St. Albans. I better get to the range. I, I shut it down yeah. for a while. I got I to get going. I got to get it going. But but what you're doing for, the, for St. Louis, Ozzy, is very important. And I know that golf is one of your loves, but it's – the competitive nature, the business of golf, the, everything that surrounds the sport, you're giving people an opportunity to do something that you were not able to do growing up in Southern California. Right. Um, and, and that's the impetus for all of this, you know, because it was one of those things that I was never exposed to as a young man. I wish I had, I had to, I've had to learn to, to do it as an older person. And of course it's a lot tougher um, when you're older to learn the game, but if you're willing to work hard and put forth the effort, which I was, I've never been afraid of, uh, you're able to get yourself to a, a place of where you don't embarrass yourself when you go out and play in front of people. And I've had the, the pleasure now of, of playing with the great Jack Nicklaus, Annika Sorenstam, uh, Tom Watson, um, um, who else have I played with? Uh, best of the best. Jim, there. I, pl- I played with yeah. I played with uh, Jim Thorpe. Um, it just the list just goes on and on, and it and it enabled me to uh, learn the game of golf, but while at the same time understand the business of it. And and that's the thing that I'm trying to do with young kids is give them another alternative because most times in the African American community, it's about football, baseball, and basketball, and and stuff. And so uh, this year, I think, gives them an alternative. And hopefully we'll be able to find somebody that down the road will say that this all started with PGA Reach here in St. Louis. And um, hopefully that that will happen at some point in time. Ritz-Carlton, October 15th. It's a Sunday night. Ozzie Smith and Albert Pujols to benefit the PGA Reach Gateway Foundation. It is Ozzie and Friends, the gala, the 14th annual. Go to ozziesmithgolf.com to grab your tickets. You will not regret it. It is some night. I appreciate it, Ozzie. 
All right, Tom. And, and let me say, too, you know, of course, the golf filled up very quickly. We still have some some spots for the gala and stuff. And if you can't join us for the golf, then certainly come out for the gala. And it'll be a lot of fun. And you'll probably run into a lot of people, you know. I look forward to being there. Thank you so much. Great to talk to you. All right, Tom. Thank you. That was Ozzy Smith appearing on Total Information AM earlier today right here on KMOX. Tom Ackerman conducting that interview, and uh, we appreciate uh, you being tuned in for it. Hopefully, if you didn't hear it the first time, you enjoyed hearing it this time. And if you did hear it the first time, hopefully you enjoyed hearing it for a second time. Always good to hear from Ozzy Smith. That's going to do it for this edition of a Graybar Sports Open Line. Thanks so much for uh, being tuned in. Thanks to all my guests today. And we'll look forward to talking to you again tomorrow for another Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.